All right, so pretend that you're explaining the monad to somebody who really wants to know. How would you explain it? All right, all right, all right. So the monad. If there was a universal energy that permeates our entire universe, if there was, say, one source for this consciousness that we all seem to spring up on our own individually, how the fuck do we do that? Does our DNA seriously do it? Who knows? Anyways, if there is one source of energy for every, this source... The source is Nyx, the cutest cat in the fucking world. Who just tried to be on the podcast by <laughs> rubbing her butt on the microphone. Alright, it's probably not Nyx. But if it's not Nyx, it is the monad. The monad is the everything. The monad is the one who created potentially the universe, or whatever it is we're all experiencing, declared it to be viable, and uh, let the experiences occur. Say the thing about the burritos and the gibberish. <laughs> so, <laughs> the monad, okay, the monad is much more than just everybody's soul, okay? It's more than just the consciousness that I was saying earlier. It's more than, it's more than that. It is the burrito that you eat, and the burrito will be made when it is ready to be made. No, it, there's a thing about the monad can create a burrito that even they can't eat. Because the monad is everything and nothing. Oh, that well, that was a weird look. For that, I'm gonna have to go back and look at that specific <laughs> spot. Because yes, it was it was saying that the monad, the monad itself cannot create its own burrito. No, it can. And they consume it, the burrito. It, the monad is so all powerful that it can create a burrito that even it can't eat. Because the monad is everything and nothing. The monad is here and never. That's right. I, I guess that is a pretty intense thought. A, a burrito that even it can't. Right, because because it's little it's little people. It's little people are eating the burrito. Not it. Not the monad itself. It's beautiful. Okay, well I don't I, know what I'm talking I about. I feel like you gotta reread the reread the chapter. It sounds like I do. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Have you ever seen Buffy the Vampire Slayer? No, I have not. One of the last episodes of the second to last, no, third to last season. There is this god being who was put, their soul was put into a human body. Okay. So the and god. Buffy? Holy yeah, shit. Yeah, Buffy's fucking wild and it's the best TV show ever. But anyway. Holy shit. So the god being can turn it, like, can come out of the human being. So. Every once in a while, the human being, he's just living his normal life, and he, he's a nurse, and da 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 And then every once in a while, glory comes out, the god-ass being. And, but there's a spell that happens that you can't remember. So, Ben is the human being, glory is the goddess, right? <clears throat> so, like, if Ben was there, and then glory decides to come out, everyone around them is like, Oh, glory, how'd she get here? And that, But then some people, vampires, because they don't have souls... Can be like Ben is Glory, and they'll be like, "Wait, what? Are you saying Ben and Glory know each other?" And there's this weird thing that happens where they like can't. There's like a spell where they can't wrap their minds around the fact that Ben and Glory are the same person. And I feel like that's how the monad is. I, because I've read the chapter twice, you've read the chapter twice, and we can't really describe it correctly. I would like to give a really strong elevator pitch, but it's hard because some of the concepts used to explain it are already like not something that everybody is always going to have an understanding or even have heard of ever. Yeah, and there was that whole portion, it was like a paragraph of gibberish and characters. And it was like, <laughs> what does this mean? But I know what it means, but I can't explain it. But the the greater than and less than, the whole the little Yeah, and, there, and then it turns into lots of little characters. Honestly, we need to like include a picture of that page and stuff for people to see. That might be considered uh, copyright infringement. I mean, this person doesn't want to be known. You think they're going to sue us? Come on. Okay, that's Our true. little 10, 10 viewer podcast getting sued by a person who doesn't sometimes want to be known. 20, <laughs> Sometimes 20. Sometimes 10. <laughs> okay. We're getting there. <laughs> We're getting... Hey, this is, for, this is for us and everyone that wants to enjoy us. Which is just not that many people so far. Yeah, we're chilling. This is this is creative outlet. This is important to the to the road ahead. This is... This is this is important to the monad because the monad That's is right. everything. That's correct. If it's important to you and me... 
is important to who else? The monad. That's right. And Katie. it's also not important to the monad because the monad right. is also nothing. That's right. The monad is aware of that too. The monad doesn't exist as much as it exists. It doesn't care as much as it cares. It's all good. It's in a state of perpetual bliss. So we're going to talk about timelines, predestination, manifestation, fate, past lives, and all these things and how they're connected. And I'm going to ask David about them from the perspective of the monad. That's right. There are some fun questions coming up that are going to, well, they threw me for a loop. I'm pretty sure they're going to do that for you too. Stupid. You added a jingle? <laughs> yes! The best guy ever. Alright, so first let's go through these definitions with a, a light Google search mixed with my basic understanding. Get it, Nyx. I believe in you. Get that bell. She is. She's Get that it. bell, bitch. You yeah, believe in you. Anyway, so timelines or timeline hopping, timeline jumping, whatever you're going to call it. The idea that there are many parallel universes and parallel yous, parallel version of yous, and you can hop to another one or trade to another one, question mark. Uh, I'm reading specifically from my notes. A lot of people use timeline jumping as simply saying that there are infinite possibilities that they can choose from without necessarily implying or pointing to separate physical realities. Past lives are the idea that your soul incarnates into many different bodies throughout who fucking knows. Oh no, she fell. She, she fell. fell on her side. Are you okay? Oh no. Crisis averted. So divine intervention is when a deity or a higher dimensional being meddles in your life for who knows why. Why? Uh, fate is pretty much the same as divine intervention and the next one combined had a baby. And the next one is predestination. Uh, when you look it up, it says that it's specifically a Christian ideology, but I know that's not true because lots of people think predestination happens either from other gods or from themselves or from what have you. But predestination is the idea that all things are planned ahead of time. All things in your life all things in the state of the world, in the state of the universe, all things ever are planned ahead of time. Okay, see, this word I find interesting because... He didn't I, know about this. Yeah, I have not heard of it this It must concept. be a little Christian if you've never heard of it. Well, it's just, it's so similar to the other ones, but it's not the same. And I so it makes me wonder, if it's not fate or whatnot... Who is it planned by? Is it planned so, by us before we come here? Is wait, it planned by everything? Is, is Did the monad plan this before okay, it all on. happened? So fate we should throw out the window because it is like the other two had a baby. Thank you. Now the difference between divine intervention and predestination. Divine intervention would be like you are planning on driving over a train track without looking both ways but a tree fell in front of you and yeah. then at that exact moment a train went by you were gonna get hit by that train but some divine being sent that yeah. tree to fall in front of you so that you didn't get hit by the train so uh. divine intervention would be like in that moment you are going to do something that would have yeah. drastically pr- impacted some series of events or your life in some way and it was divine intervened divine intervention would be like you were gonna go on a date with somebody from Tinder, but it turns out that they're actually a mass murderer and uh, they got <laughs> sick that day and that's divine intervention because you Yo, didn't go on yeah, the date yeah. with them. So divine intervention is like you're about to do a bad thing and... Yeah, it's the programmer the, realizing. They don't. They want to stop you. Well, they you don't want to see that you, bad action You can happen. think of it as... And we're going to get into all the things of why, but it's the idea that some sort of deity being or higher dimensional force stopped you from doing a thing that would have been bad 
predestination is the idea that the series of events that is our life, my life, your right. life. The entirety of everything you're saying. Was planned ahead of time. There is a plan. God has a plan. Or it could be that your life was planned ahead of time. So when people talk about uh, reincarnation and planning their lives before they come to this life, that is predestination. It's predestiny. Do you think you can have free will that is pre-planned? Me and I my dad it, have had this conversation. Ooh, I believe it could it could happen. We could yes. really truly view it as our own. Yes. So I I think that for predestination, like philosophically speaking, I think that uh, you could have planned something, but then when you get to that scenario, like us being like from the human perspective, from our perspective, right? We might make some. Un- you could have planned something, regardless. or God could have planned something, or somebody <laughs> could have planned something. But when you get to that moment, you can still have free will and choose not to do the thing. We're all just that obnoxious D&D player that does not want to play the adventure that the DM made for us, the Dungeon Master. They like they planned this long scenario, they planned this long campaign, and we're just like, we don't want to take any of your clues that you're obviously hinting at us to take, and we want to go that direction. And, and then that's, yeah, yeah. All right, if we're going to keep having this conversation, I need a shot. <laughs> Shots. Anyway, so, my first question to you, David, and I would like you to answer from both the perspective of the monad, monad and, and me. the me perspective and of David. I okay. am the monad. Okay. I already have a tattoo, but Can I you quit essentially rubbing your drums? Sorry, yeah, it's I really can't. freaking me out. <laughs> yeah, just like... Ru- <laughs> First of all, out of all of these things I've described, uh-huh. do you believe in them? Which ones do you not believe in? Or which ones do you believe in less? Which ones do you believe in more? Uh, what do you think? What's your general critiques and agreeances? I like the idea that the entire universe was planned. I like the, I like the idea that it was planned, but it was expected. always always expected to go a little off the rails because you can't control everything. And if you could, why would you bother to create it? It feels inherent to me that we do have some level of free will regardless. Okay. Um, yeah. Now what about uh, timeline jumping? Timeline jumping. So I've got a story. Uh, We're going to do that stories at the end. All right, all right. I'll tell, I'll tell about it later. But timeline jumping, I'll say I think, think about it. I think it's real. I think, it's, I think it makes a lot of sense, actually. Um, do you think you do it on purpose, on accident, or a combination? I, you, I think, like most things, it's usually it's usually not on purpose. It usually happens. But you out can of a, do it on purpose. I, I do think that you probably could. I don't, you know. I mean, I haven't done it myself that I know of. Although I'll tell you later. Yeah. You know, but even then, did I do that on purpose per se? I don't know. Okay. So with timeline jumping, like I said, there's also a lot of people who talk about timeline jumping. Uh, a lot for a good portion of them, I don't even think they believe in parallel universes. Which originally, timeline jumping is talking about jumping to a parallel universe, but a lot of people talk about it as if there are just an infinite number of possibilities, which is also true, and you're consciously choosing the possibility. So, what what I want to ask you is, with, with regards to timeline jumping, which way do you lean, or do you lean that both are equally possible? Well. I lean that there are there are an infinite number of universes, but just as there are an infinite number of universes, there are an infinite number of non-viable universes. Yeah, so like, of course. Yeah. You still have to watch Sliders. I do. I have not watched So that. hard. You gotta watch it. Okay, I will. It's like um, if Rick and Morty were not a cartoon and also serious. You're, it sounds like you just said that Sliders almost definitely influenced Dan Harmon. Yeah, so 110%. Right, per- cool, I'm Because Sliders it. is about a college kid who creates the same device that Rick has, and they go to multiple, dem- like, they go to parallel universes. That's all they do is go to parallel universes. Oh, shit. His portal gun is literally based on It's sliders. a portal gun, <laughs> too. It's literally a portal gun. But anyway... So, but in Sliders, it's cool because he doesn't know how to control the time limit. So they have a certain amount of time they have to stay in each dimension. Oh. 
Yeah, it's cool. That's but, their that's their thing. Okay, we gotta stop talking about. It. I'm a fucking nerd. <laughs> no, anyway, it's so fun. It is cool. You gotta watch it. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. Okay, no, we, no, we, we, <laughs> we talked about predestination and timelines, past lives. We know where you fall on this. We know you believe in them. Do you believe that they're like? What are your thoughts on past lives? Well, past lives I think can occur in our future. Or our past, because uh, like we just said, time, I think, is an illusion. Or at least it was set up for us to experience in one direction here. Because that's fun, clearly, to forget the power that we have. Or whatever, who the fuck knows. I still... I feel like, yeah, it it, it still makes the most sense to me that it's all... That all of this is really the main goal of everything. Of everything we do, of everybody. At its core is simply for the experience. So you're saying that because of that, we must have past lives. Yes. I think okay. that past lives have to be... Yes, that's exactly where I was just about to head to. It's, it's, it's got to be something that's intended... For, yes, it feels like it would be natural. Because it's for us to learn. All of this is. That's why I really feel. Okay, and then last one, since we threw fate out the window. Divine intervention. Where do you fall on this? I think that divine intervention probably does occur by again I, i'm still I'll, I'll admit i i myself have 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 some learn learning and thinking to do about deities still versus whatever they are but whoever it is that's watching us whoever they are that clearly has that ability that we don't um i think they can choose to help us but it's kind of a little bit it's like really rude to interfere. It's like exceptionally rude. And now it can be really sweet and nice to do a nice thing, but even that is still freaking rude, you know? It's like You think it's rude for them to interfere even if it's something where it's like this literally would have destroyed your life or it no. would have set you down like it was a decision that would have set you back three fucking years, no. and they're like, "All right, bitch, figure this out now because no. you have more important things to do." I'm you grateful. Think that's rude? I'm grateful they can come in and do that, and that they would. But no, I think the act of interfering, the actual act of interfering with our entire life, no, no, is no. a deep. It's a big decision. It is rude. It, it doesn't mean that it's not a good thing or that they shouldn't do it. Like they should do it if they deem it necessary. Because if they deem it necessary, it should be really serious. Because it is rude to interject yourself into someone's life. Whether but it's not your entire life. Because when I think about the one instance I can think about divine intervention is last year at this exact time when I was drinking way too much every single night. And I got severe stomach aches from it eventually after like a week. I got, because it was like a really, really bad week for me. I was honestly freaking the fuck out. Uh, Sean was gone. I was completely alone. I didn't know anybody here. I, w I was like freaking the fuck out. I was heavily drinking every night. Like there was one night where, this is actually probably when it started. I drank an entire bottle of wine anxiously. Then Richard knocked on my window and he held up a bottle of Jameson, whatever the coffee version is. Oh no. And I went over there and I drank with Richard and Vaughn. And I was super hungover the next day puking. I haven't puked since this, like, last year. The next day, the same thing happened. I drank an entire bottle of something and then Malone knocks on my window or whatever. And I, or I see Malone. Oh, no. I drink with him. I do that, like, four nights in a row or something. And then... Uh, I started having, like, severe stomach problems, which one could argue that f could be physical. Although I've done things like that in my past. At this time, I, you know, I was 24, um, and I have done things like that recently. That's not, like, a thing that was, like, out of the ordinary. But it wasn't something that was happening all the time. It was, like, okay. something, like, a binge drinking period that I would okay. do every a, few A short-term. Few, few months or whatever. So, like, physically speaking, I guess one could argue that... My body was just like, bitch, stop. But the way that I intuitively interpreted it was that it was divine intervention. Some uh, deity-like being, being like, or maybe an ancestor, or maybe a spirit guide of some sort, being like, bitch, if you keep being a fucking functional alcoholic, you're never going to get anything done. So, I, like, the way that I intuitively interpreted it at that point and still now like i've thought about it many times and i still intuitively interpret it as 
divine intervention of them being like, get your fucking shit together. Because you know what, David? I still fucking drink. I don't drink like that anymore, but I still fucking drink. And you know what, David? I get my shit done and I have a balance. And that has never happened to me since then. Whether, you know. So it feels like divine intervention. Right. And from my perspective, thank you. Thank you for intervening. Because I did not have a grasp on reality at that point. So I don't see how that's like uh Let, let me add. I really want to I need to add. I love that story. It is not rude for them to do that if they if they Okay, what I mean. How do I how do I explain this? They did they they reached out and they did something for you if if they did that whether it was like let's just give her a stomach ache because she's been drinking a lot and make her think it's her you know let's assume like let's just make her think that because in the end you probably did bring it on yourself but it could be physical it could but we're assuming it could right? also be both remember, it could also exactly, be both. remember That's we, the other thing. i've said it many times this physical reality is just tools like that god for, could have been way smarter than us and just been like all right when humans get shit to, when they are excessive this is what happens and hopefully they catch on and that could be divine intervention it could very well be this like i said this physical reality is just it's the playground it's the tools for them to use to to help for us to understand so you know yeah. what's what were what we feeling it's it we're this we're just imagining it yeah. somehow or another that's true that's that definitely true, true. that's that's that, fucking true yes, that's scientific that is true so I'm glad that they did that. What I am saying, the specific part of it that is rude, it is good that they did it. It's not like, like I'm saying, say thank you, and there's nothing negative about it. But the actual act of reaching your hand out and interfering with someone else's life, by just by default, it is a rude action. That does not mean it's a bad action. That doesn't mean it shouldn't happen. It doesn't mean it doesn't have way good effects. But it is inherently rude to interject yourself and to change. And maybe it's worth it. But you have to decide. So they need to be very selective when they choose to. And that's yeah. why they so don't do it I'm much. So what I'm saying. Which what, is why they chose a good time like, for you. If that's, so my rebuttal to that would be that, yes, I agree with you 112 million percent when it comes to human beings and anything even close to our level of comprehension, awareness, right. everything like that. 110% human beings and everything close to our level should never interfere. They don't know what they're doing. Something, what we would call deity level. And now there are tricksters and you have to set up energetic boundaries or you have to not allow. But I think at the end of the day, the only things that can probably do divine intervention are divine beings with good intervention. We're figuring out that I might be religious and I just might not like the God that, that was chosen for me. But anyway, the things that would do divine intervention would be divine. They would be high deity beings. Right. Those right. are the only things that could choose So you're to, saying inherently they're not going to pick something that exactly, would be Exactly. They're not going to do anything unless well, they know for a fact that it's low risk, high reward. I maintain that the act of, the actual act of... For you? Of, no, no. Like I said, I'm like, please help me. I sometimes ask for help, but especially yeah. I think it's I think it's less rude if you ask for it and you're like, well, that's what I'm saying. Out. You should ask for but, help. But if you, you don't, should, especially yeah. if you don't ask, but even even if it's just like they just decide, that's cool. I'm glad they do it because like I don't want to go through those terrible experiences. Maybe they know I don't want to go through these horrible events that will occur if I if I make this decision instead of that decision. So help me out. But it is still something where they are. In fact, they're being a parent. They're putting their, they're changing the outcome. They're not letting you figure it out yourself. You know what I mean? Like that. That's that's what I mean by rude. Not like don't okay. do it. I just mean. Let like, me ask you something though. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I agree with you. Sure, I guess in a way. No, I, I, I don't agree with you because I can only ever be thankful. So let's say this. You don't, th- you don't see so, it as rude, but no, I, see, I, see, I do I see not a, see it as rude. I see a portion hold of on, this. Hold, is on, rude. hold on, hold on, right, hold on, hold on. Say you're still with Alicia at this time. <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> and by this point, like, because this is how this cycle of abuse works. She's pounding on you and you're wow. taking it. Wow. Wow. Not in what a the hot fuck? way. <laughs> Not in a hot way. No, this is okay. horrible. <laughs> and so hold on. You're still taking it. You're stuck in this cycle of abuse. You've isolated yourself from everyone. Mm-hmm. You think that it's your fault. You think all these things. Okay. And whatever deity is looking out for you, whatever divine being is looking out for you, 
uh, does some sort of divine intervention. And maybe Alicia cheats on you. Maybe you cheat. No, if you cheated on her, she'd probably just beat you more. Maybe she cheats on you. Oh, no, she maybe, killed me. Maybe some, something happens. No, she would have killed me. I know, but some sort of divine... Literally. Yeah, okay. But <laughs> some sort of divine intervention happens that stops that from happening. It's low risk, high reward. So Whatever deity is looking out for you is like, David, man, you've been doing this for over a year Get it together. I'm going to have to do this. I'm going to have to put this in your way or your whole life is going to be just put on the back burner. Okay. Do you still think it's rude? Here's. Your stubborn part of you wants to say yes. Yeah, I do want to say yes. Yep. But what about that? What about that true part of you? That not stubborn (laughs) part of you? Listen, I'm not always that stubborn. I still think that it's not allowing me the time that I might have needed to have figured it out. At a but, certain point, you never would have figured it out. But that's what I'm saying. I appreciate that because of that. Maybe I wouldn't have. But how would I even know that? Maybe they know. Maybe. David, you but, could never know. And they do definitely know. They're not. They don't. They don't adhere to time like us. If we're talking about a divine being, they don't adhere to time or space like us. I know. They don't adhere to the law, the I, laws of physics. My, my and, maybe was very rhetorical. Obviously, they're yeah. all powerful. I said earlier that they they can look in and it's see all. It's not necessarily all powerful. It's just beyond comprehension of us. Yes. Well, as far as we're concerned, all powerful. Yeah. You're right. But yes, you're very specifically right. I'm still saying that. Like, if they have to do it because... How do I say this? I still think no matter what, it, the actual the actual action it is inherently rude. I do. I do think so. I think they should do it if they see someone is stuck or, they, or, or if they really are stuck only. I, I don't know. I, I just... All right. I respect you. Maybe we should agree to disagree. We agree to disagree here. Right. And besides, honestly, we're still like... High five. We're, we're, we're talking... We're both like really close to the exact same thing. Anyways. You're saying it's fine. I understand, but it's rude. I'm saying thank you so much. Like, I still, you know? I still want to thank them for it. But yes, you're exactly right. Like, part of me wants to say it's rude just because I feel like some fucking trickster piece of shit... Is going to be like, oh, she likes divine intervention, does she? I, I think the reason it's so rare. But at the same rare. time, I'm also like, no, because that trickster piece of shit, I do not energetically <laughs> allow into my reality. And hopefully, please, I'm I'm still a scared little bitch. Leave me alone. That's what I mean. If they're not able to be here and participate in most things, they're only... I'm, I like that they would do miracles or help with those little things, but it's still just like, you know... That's then, a small miracle in your life. Yeah. And you still think it's rude. I'm grateful for them, and I, I would like them to continue. But I think that, yes, I, I think that that's why miracles are rare by default, is because it is rude to interfere in general. And that's why they generally choose not to. I think. Yeah, that, well, that's what I think, too. I think they wouldn't interfere unless it was like, all right. But that's why. But the, that's why, even if it's like, all right, it's still rude. Like, thank you for helping Thank you for preventing me from suffering this terrible So you're, you're just saying like maybe they're so like hey there is yeah, rudeness in the action this regardless isn't great, of the outcome. But I'm just gonna do it, you know. Like it's a decision where it's like this isn't necessarily great, but I guess I'm just gonna do it because yeah, I don't want to go through that. I'd rather ha- I'd rather be helped. But I'm just saying, no matter how you look at it, if someone is interfering in that way, like I. Th- I don't know. Then again, like parents... Do you believe divine intervention happens was the original question? Yeah, I do. I do. <laughs> okay. I do. I, you know why? I think it's really simple. I think that it's interesting to watch other people's drama, and I bet we are so interesting to watch. I bet it's so fun. So you think they fuck with us? No. That's why they don't fuck with us, because it's fucking rude, and they've decided amongst themselves it's fucking rude, and it's not okay. Also, it makes it less authentic. It's just they don't want to do that. They want us to be as natural as it can be but they're going to prevent egregious fuck-ups and egregious mistakes or maybe they're just going to help someone they really like you know you know what i mean like little one-offs it's going to be unique they're just people themselves right okay so we're going to get to the questions about you answering them from the monad's perspective about basically the questions i'm asking and i'm going to try to elaborate them as best as possible are going to be how these different concepts can coexist because there are certain inherent confusingness about these concepts. So the concepts are 
Timelines and timeline jumping, past lives, divine intervention, and predestination. How these can coexist. And I want you to answer them from the perspective of the monad and the perspective of David and the perspective of both and whatever you feel like or none of them or all of them. Sound good? Sounds like the monad. High five. All right, David. Monad here. Monad speaking. So this is from timeline jumping and divine intervention mixing how do they mix ready for the question divine intervention no mixing no no, with no, no. yeah jumping. so that's what this question is about all right trying to see how timeline jumping and divine intervention cohabitate so if parallel universes do exist which means timelines do exist and you can in fact timeline jump why would deities care or how would they decide which timeline they care about most like you're hopping to different timelines how do they decide which one they care about most yeah i'm gonna maintain that for them this is just not even something they really have to give much well then why would they do divine intervention what i mean what, what i mean is uh picking which timeline for them i think if they just look at us they can just see everything all at once they but, see all so they the wouldn't. Versions. So here's the thing: if they care about us, you're saying that they wouldn't care about certain us because that us is less successful. So these deities are capitalist bastards. Well, it's like watching TV. Like there's a lot of shows you might like, but you're gonna pick the one you want to watch the most at that time. And I think that they can kind of just pick and choose, and they can just see it all as clear as. It's not like so separate or difficult. Okay, for them. like but for us, it's a big deal. There's different people. It's different not places. like watching TVs because there's you, and then there's a different you. Okay, and you're on the timeline where you're not a famous drummer. Hold on, mm-hmm. and you want to hop to the timeline where you are a famous drummer, and your deity is watching out for you. Now, why would he choose you, who wants to hop to the timeline? Where you are a famous drummer over the you who already is the famous drummer. Why would that deity choose? Like, how would they decipher who gets to hop to what timeline? And why would they care about you more than the other you? I mean, these things we're trying to describe must be like so incredibly difficult for us to decipher. But for them, it's probably just so easy. I don't know. Maybe they want to see us become that person. Maybe they are the reason we became that other timeline. So from the monad's perspective, you're saying that we couldn't comprehend because the monad is everything and nothing. Well, in the same way that we can't comprehend what our freaking neighbor or our child wants to do, what's going on in their head, how the hell could we comprehend another being that's way more incomprehensibly powerful than us in the first place? That's Even if they were on our true. level, we couldn't understand What if you could comprehend it? Well, if we why could, would you say they would choose one over the other? And then at that point, it's just, why do you like what you like? Okay. I think it's as simple as that. All right. I really do. That's I, interesting. I think there's unique personalities amongst the more powerful beings themselves. Well, the second part of that question was, do you think there could be different deities for different universes? And they could be divine intervening in each of the parallel universes. Oh, all this is wild. This is a lot of fun. I mean, I don't think anyone's going to come back in 300 years and think, damn, David and Katie really knew what they were fucking talking about. But, True. But that said... <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's going to be able to hear this in 300 years. There'll That's be true. another apocalypse by then. I know. We got the next one coming in 40 years. <laughs> you think? 40 to 140. Yeah. I think about I think three months because of my wild dream that did I tell you about. Yeah, you did and it freaked me out. Yeah, Febu- all right. I'm all fucked up. February, we're fucked? No, it's March. Oh, March. We're all fucked? Yeah. Better Just get in my... Southern California, we're fucked. Oh. Well. Yeah. Put me out of my misery. Anyway, so... Uh... Do you think there could be different deities for different parallel universes? That really is tough because I was just saying the deities themselves could easily look through all the universes. You know, so would there really be a need for separate deities? That's true. You're deities? right. You're right. You're right. You're right. No, I'm I'm with you there. That makes sense. Yeah, it seems weird. It's like, so well, Jesus. So the deity themselves can transcend parallel universes. You're correct. I believe you. That feels that feels much more right to me because like that feels more right to me too. So yeah. they're just picking their likes and dislikes, and that's how they pick who gets the timeline. Hop Plain and simple. It's like not even complicated. Okay. It's it, and it's and it makes sense for any randomness there might be. It's just All as right. simple as 
what they like. All right, that makes sense. I God, like- David, you're so smart. Yeah. I thought I was so smart for picking these questions, and you're so smart for the way you're answering them. Well, you got some good questions. God. All right, so follow-up question. No, wait. That was for the next question. All right, next question. <laughs> <laughs> next question. So if time is fake, time is not real, nothing is chronological, which means in order, uh, is predestination even possible? How can it be chronological if chronological doesn't exist? So predestination is the idea that uh, either yourself or some divine being set up your life ahead of time. So I still like the idea earlier that you were telling me. That's probably the second question. And if it is, don't fucking okay. ruin it. I swear okay, to God. Okay. What's the idea I was telling you earlier? <laughs> well, it's just like how, how even, even if you set that plan in place, you know, it's not necessarily going to occur fully to the plan. Like, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We were talking about that. Was that, yeah. did we hit record when we were talking about that? I don't, I don't think so. Okay. So, yeah. So I think we had come to the conclusion that. There is some sort of predestination, be it from yourself, a divine being, or a combination, or neither, whatever, or that wouldn't make sense. There is some (laughs) sort of predestination, but at the end of the day, you can decide you're going to be a math teacher, but when you get into the position and the decision is in your hands to become a math teacher, maybe you decide you want to be a bartender. So that's what you're saying? Yeah, right. You might make a plan for yourself, what you want to experience, what you want to do, whatever, but then when you're actually here... Well, it may not go that way. Maybe you go through some stuff that just kind of changes how you feel about some things. I don't know. So I agree with you, but what I'm that's not really what You're, you're talking about a little no, more grandiose than that. No, you're that's take- not what I'm asking. What mm-hmm. I'm asking is logistically, mm-hmm. if time, time, we know time is just what we perceive. It's not really real. You get up to higher dimensions, time is not real. The fourth dimension is time. So in real reality higher or reality higher than our comprehension not real reality because who knows what's above that nothing is chronological nothing goes in order time is fake so that being said how does predestination work how does planning one's life before their life begins happen if time is not real well it would make me think that it's just a simulated lesson from a parent like the egg you know teaching us stuff if it's not real which it's we know we know it's an illusion we know mathematically like we we can fuck around with those numbers a lot way beyond me but you know yeah so you're saying that if time isn't you're saying predestination would be a simulation from the divine being right you're almost like you're you'd pretty much be representing an entire simulation which is really just a giant programming of experiences. You Whoa. Know? It's like here, experience. That Enjoy. is my second question. <laughs> what? So the follow-up question to that question about if time is fake, how is predestination possible is, since time is fake, is it possible that deities, divine beings, or whoever does predestination can go, like, Time isn't real. It doesn't exist. So you make the bad mistake and they can go back like divine intervention style, but not time related. So like, um, right. Let you keep this particular. You they go and try back. Something different. But because... what I, like, so predestination would be like, um, it'd be like, oh, first we predestined that David's favorite food is hot dogs. And then you have a heart attack. So they go, oh, no, now we're going to go back. Because they don't, they exist outside of time, so they go back and they go, we predestined that David's favorite food is kale. Do you see what I'm saying? Do you think that's a thing where predestination, since it exists outside of time, they could do, uh, it would just be another form of divine intervention where they would go back before your life because they can exist outside of time and predestine a new thing. Do you think that's a thing? That sounds close to right, but maybe that divine being, at that point, it feels like it would just be you planning it out for yourself. Like, that would be your right as, like, I'm going to go do this. I'm going to go experience. I'm going to go in. I'm going to go fucking jump in and learn some stuff. Okay, so whether it's, so you're having a trouble with the consent thing, Aquarius rising, and I get it. 
So let's say this right here. When it comes to divine intervention and predestination, would it make you more comfortable to say that it's a divine being? Or would it make you more comfortable to say that it's your higher self or your oversoul? Oh, well, yeah, the second one feels more comfortable. Okay, so. Because, yeah, like, if it's, so, if it's someone else, it's freaky to me. But, like, this, if it's me it, doing it to me. It was crazy because you definitely believe more in a creator than I do. Do you believe in a creator? Yeah, but if there is, I am just a piece of that. Like, I am so not So, you don't separate. think they're involved in our lives? I think if they are, it's just ourselves. It's then what just, the fuck is the point? It's still just to experience. Because I agree with you, actually. If there is a creator, I don't think that they're really involved in our lives at all i think that it's so 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 wildly far out of our comprehension that yeah, we're, they don't need we're to liter- be. we literally are a cell to them right they really don't need to be it's irrelevant and even then the monad is just is going to enjoy every single experience for better or worse it doesn't say i need good experiences it wants every the monad wants every single experience it wants the horrible ones as much as it wants the best ones that we want it wants it wants to know all of it. Yeah. Okay, so let's put this in a context that's more comfortable for you. Your higher self mm-hmm. is in charge of the predestination. You plan Sure, that's a, you that plan, sounds cool. You plan your life before you start it, right? Yes, but because cool your higher self exists outside of time, right? You can still fuck with us. What do you think about your higher self plans hot dogs will be my favorite food? But then you die of a heart attack. So your higher self goes back because it exists outside of time, <laughs> resets the predestination to David's favorite fruit is kale. What I do think, you think about that? I think it might do that as many times as it doesn't get bored. And then if it stops finding the question interesting or the what ifs interesting, then it'll it'll stop doing that. But yeah, I think that that's, that's yeah. Yeah, it's just like, let's, well, what would have happened if we did this? That seems cool. Like Maybe I like so this version. So you really do think it's an experiment? This is definitely an experiment. No doubt. I, I feel no doubt in my mind, number one, first and foremost, this is purely for the experiences. It's really for growth, I think, probably. I just think that if it is for an experiment, it's that... I, I say so experiences I, more I, than experiments. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. Is. Experiences as well. So I think that there's like, you know, we were having the debate about ETs versus uh, divine beings. And I was saying that the reason that I don't like him comparing what a lot of people consider divine beings to ETs is because like when a lot of people say ETs and he he pointed out for me he was saying he thinks we're seated by them which I also agree that that's very likely I don't like them being considered divine beings because I think they're very similar to us they're slightly in the grand scheme of things relatively they're slightly more advanced than us a hair more advanced than us in the grand scheme of things Seems like a lot to us, but it's really not. And they sure. have a low integrity to seed us, to fuck with our autonomy, to do all these things to us, to treat us like experiments. They have a low integrity. Whereas these divine beings that are not creators, I don't think they're creators. I just think they're very, 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 very far above our level of comprehension, on even on a relative scale, extremely high above our comprehension. Yes. So it bothers me to call them ETs because I think there's a very different thing. But then once you go even higher up, I think, again, the unity consciousness that you think is the creator, I think like it probably is some sort of unity consciousness. That is an experiment for experience. Correct. Yes. Correct. That's that's a, you got it. That's yes. that's kind of how I see things. Yes, yeah. that's, that's right. That's right. Cool. Okay. Anything else to add to that? No, that was, that was pretty good, you know? I mean, I, I do think the ETs, I think they did fuck with us a lot, and I think they probably had council meetings and stuff to maybe stop fucking with us so much or sometimes. I think maybe they got, I think maybe one of them got their hand slapped for maybe Aww. what they did to us. No, you know, actually, I've heard a few and different. And that's why the Dark Ages, that's why they stepped away, because they got so much trouble for it, they just had to be like, they were like, no, hands the fuck off. And then all of a sudden they were hands the fuck I off. Wish you and then all of a sudden we... <laughs> I'm getting all intense. <laughs> Did you no, see it? They didn't. Three years ago at this point, there was a thing that I had heard from multiple people in the woo community, but like weird factions on the outskirts of the woo community were like, I don't know anybody who knows these people. I just randomly found them, but there were different people who didn't know each other. 
and they, it was two or three people had said something about, they at first introduced me to the idea that higher dimensional beings are held accountable for consent. They didn't say held accountable, but they were like, they need your consent. But they said that greys specifically, grey aliens specifically, can fuck with time. So they will do things like go to a past life self of you or go to a self of you far in the future or something. You mentioned this, getting or permission se- from your future self. Getting permission and going from a, a self of you that has no idea of that part of you and being like, hey, can, can we abduct you? And they'll be like, oh, sure, whatever, who cares? But they'd probably be like, can we abduct blah, 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 blah. You know, they'll probably like find a way to manipulate it into where that person wouldn't know what the fuck they're talking about. And they're like, sure, whatever, go away, you're creepy. You know what I mean? So, I don't know. You know, the stories that I've heard is that the aliens, the the, the greys, the ones that are considered the greys, are the ones that are considered the meanest of of them. Um, Not that they're specifically aggressive, but that they're... Cold and cow. So yeah. what I've heard about greys from a bunch of different sources of people's experiences, channelers, etc., is that they are the most scientific, cold and calculated. So it's not that they're mean. It's that they don't care. They're just here to do the job and learn the thing. Right. So it's like it's. It would be like. Somebody slicing you open while you're fucking perfectly awake for a science experiment and then wiping your memory. It's like, is that really... They're not doing it to get the torture out of you. They're not doing it to be rude. They're not doing it to, like, incite fear in you. They're doing it because they want to know X, Y, and Z, what's inside of your body. That matches the few interviews of people who have claimed to have been abducted that I have seen that seemed really realistic. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, but it gets really deep. Yeah, well, they were talking Dude. about it. Yeah, I would like to see more because it was, yeah. The rest of the stuff I know is from woo-woo hypnotherapists and channelers. Yes, that stuff is neat. You told me about how yeah. a lot of people talk about that from their past lives. And... I should give you my audible information so you can listen to Dolores Cannon. Yeah, Dolores Cannon but seems very intriguing. She said, well, she didn't say. Some of her clients said there's an original race of greys and then there's... God, I wish I knew how to explain it. It's not like a robot, but it kind of is like a robot. It's like not the original race of greys. It's like a hybrid, and they're literally basically used in the Galactic Federation to do experiments. That is interesting, and I would really like to know more. Dude. I I cannot stop looking at people like aliens now. You should listen to this one Dolores Cannon book, because I also feel like you could probably explain it better than me. I would like to. She seems super interesting. Plus, it's not her stories. It's no, it's not. She hypnotizes. She gets them out of the people, and they tell her, and that's crazy. She's our metaphysical grandma, and the thing is, she's not that smart. When you listen to this woman talk, you're going to be like, there's no way she made this up. <laughs> hey, you know what? Sometimes there's no way she's creative or smart <laughs> enough to have made this up. Love you, Dolores. So the last question is... Why would these divine beings that would do predestination or divine intervention or what have you, why would they care at all? Why would they care? From the perspective of the monad. Maybe they want to see certain experiences come into being because I think they would be part of the monad based on what we were just talking about earlier. The deities are part of the ultimate unity consciousness universe. Um... So that means they're part of the monad, you know? They're just a more powerful piece of the monad, a more concentrated piece of the monad, I should say. Okay. It's all about concentrations, you know? The power is equivalent and uniform. Concentrations determine your your overall. Why would they care enough to do divine intervention or predestination? Oh, yeah. Like I said, maybe they specifically just want to see certain outcomes occur because they just like it. They just like the idea of it in the same way that you want to see something happen in your favorite show. That you've been watching. You really like these characters. You want to see them do certain things. You believe in them. Okay. So when it comes to the question of timelines and past lives. and It's us, all just an intricate puzzle it's, piece. It's just are... like us wanting to, again, see 
our most interesting show, our most interesting plot line. Yeah. Same thing, but us. And, you know, and they know that it's more than just... Well, I guess, hell, I view I view living people and reality and, and, all, and all these lives and timelines we live as, as, as intense. But maybe to them it really is just TV. But maybe it's more than that. Maybe they realize it's more than that for us. So even if it is just TV, it's more than that for us. And they because of that, it makes it even more interesting TV for them. It's like the reality TV they cannot consume enough of. You know, they just... They're just, they're just interested. They just like it. It's something, something to pay attention to. So you think... To. Okay. You and know, they get a benefit out of it. So your answer for basically all of the questions that pertained to... Like, not the logistical questions, but the questions that pertain to why would we care? Why would they care? Why would anyone care? Your answer to these questions is always... They just want to see the most interesting thing as if it's a TV show. What's the most interesting plot line? The divine beings pick the most interesting plot line. The humans timeline jumping and picking past lives and picking whatever pick the most interesting plot line. So to go a little bit above that, what's the goal here? Are we just like, what is this then? Are we just, what are we? Why are we just picking the most interesting plot line? What is reality at that point? It's literally just to learn. Nihilism. If Did it, I make you a nihilist? No, I don't think so. I, I've been a nihilist. I've been a no, little bit of a nihilist in the past. No, you think that things matter. I do. I, so I think that they matter, but only as much as we choose. And I think that there's beauty in that. I okay. think that it, I think I it's beautiful. I hot nihilism. Hot nihilism? Yeah, I've never heard of up. that. I will. Because yeah. I, like I like the idea that it matters... It really does matter. It's important. Why is it important exactly? I don't know. It's just the the act of deciding, the act of feeling, of choosing how you feel feels important to me. But that's it, really. It's not anything more than that. It's just to, it's just to experience, to learn how it makes you feel, so you can know how others might feel in the future, so you can just make good decisions going forward. It's to mature. It's to grow up. It's to maybe hang out in the in the realm above ours if there is one like like the story of the egg talks about either way i don't think it's i think you can have purpose even if it doesn't really matter it's all just to learn they can con it's okay to contradict yourself that's one thing we don't it doesn't really mesh with human reality well at the end of the day it's not like we can know the answers i'm just picking your brain yeah yeah I think in general, contradiction is not uh, incom- so incompatible, as, as silly as that sounds. No, I agree with you. But that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is like, yeah, we're just talking about these things. It's not like we know. We sure don't. We could disagree, and who cares? Yeah, we could. Yeah, who knows? Because it's not like we would know. We're just talking about it for fun. Fuck yeah. You ready to tell stories about our own experiences with timeline jumping, accidental, and purposeful? I've got at least one to tell. Yeah, so I think you should start. I got train, makeup, wall thermometer, and vortex. How do you remember so many things? Because I remember important things, David. I don't. The first one was probably like six to ten years ago. I was driving over this train track that I drove over frequently because it was right by my house. And I almost always look just in case so I don't get run over by a train. I I have not looked on other occasions and it wasn't such a big idea. But this time I didn't look. I just kept driving. And as I was driving over it, I got this distinct feeling that I got hit by the train. And then I just kept driving. I had a feeling that I got hit by the train and went into another timeline. You just had that like overwhelming sensation. Right, you don't even know where it came from. You just felt it. You just, for some reason, you felt it. I can relate to that. My one story was very similar. So I was driving home from work last year, you know, it was, uh, you know, getting close to Christmas time. And I was just not, I was just stressed out. I'd been stressed out for a while. Obviously, I had just made major life changes. 
and then work was just stressing me out and I was driving home and my 20 minute drive was turning into a 90 minute drive. So you can imagine just how standstill and bad. So I was just stressing. I was just stressing, stressing, stressing all of a sudden. David already has a bad heart genetically. Yeah. So I started feeling extreme tightness in my left arm and my left leg. And I'm, you know, I'm on the left. I almost pulled over in the shoulder, and it really hurt. I was, like, standing up. It was really uncomfortable and, and not good, but I just kept driving anyways. I finally somehow made it home, still in pain the whole time. I go to my bed. I just go straight to sleep. When I wake up the next morning, I woke up, and I don't know, like, just, just like you said, like you just felt it deep in your heart. I had this, this overwhelming, overpowering thought. I died, but I am here now. Like, I died. I felt certain that I, I had died. And it was a full, like, night's rest of sleep. I had, It was a whole night. So I really don't know what to say, but it was overpowering. Why did I feel that? I felt I knew it. I was sure of it. Do you think we hopped to better or worse timelines? I think based on the trajectory of my life at the time, I hopped to a better one. Yeah, I mean, th- where I was going, I, I wanted to die. That's what was in my head a lot. And I think I might have manifested it because I wanted it for so long, so powerfully. That's kind of how you manifest things, long-term and intensely. Not always. Second one that I distinctly remember was here. It was when I first moved here and I thought, I'm going to create a portal and I'm going to walk through it and I will go into a timeline where I get X, Y, and Z. I remember creating the portal in my mind. It was actually as I was walking past the Vons, I, in my mind, created this portal and as I walked through it, I could feel it and I felt like I did the stance where you get bigger than the bear. You know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about? Yeah. Just... I didn't. I didn't move at all. It just felt like in my mind that's what I did. Okay. And I felt like I definitely walked through a portal that I created. Cool. That's weird. Like, that's a weird feeling. Yeah. And, like, the portal was just to take you kind of... To this new timeline. Oh. Just straight up. Just just in general. So, like, you, you kind of bared up since then. Do you feel like since then you've been a little bit more powerful? Yeah, it definitely powerful, put me on a assertive? different trajectory. Yeah. yeah. For sure, it put me on a different trajectory. And that that would be what the timelines are. It's just the different trajectories. It's the it's the pick a page books that we all grew up with. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully you read some books. The next two, they're not purposeful, and I have no idea what timeline they put me on. But life has been a roller coaster for everyone on planet Earth, at least in the timelines I've been on since then. So who knows? So the next one was somewhere between twenty 2020 twenty and twenty twenty two. Uh, went to bed. With my makeup on. And I remember this because I remember thinking as I was falling asleep. I don't know. You ever fall asleep? But you fall asleep while you're thinking about the thing, the hygiene thing that you forgot to do. And you think this is disgusting. This feels disgusting. I should probably do something about this. But I'm, I'm not going to. I'm just going to go to sleep. Men don't think that unless it's really disgusting. Yeah. So uh, I don't know about all women. But I definitely think a lot. Like if I forget to do something like brush my teeth take my makeup off, something like that, before I fall asleep, I will think about it while I'm falling asleep and think, man, I should really do something about this, but I'm really tired. I'm not going to do it. So I thought, man, I should really take my makeup off. I almost never forget to take my makeup off, but I'm so tired. I'm going to fall asleep right now. And then I fell asleep. And then when I woke up, my makeup was off. Either hop in a different timeline or your drunk ass woke up and did it because you really couldn't stop thinking about it. And my it. sleep that I didn't remember? I don't know. I don't do that. Though. That's the thing that's creepy about it. I literally would have had to do it in my sleep, which is creepy. It is creepy. That's creepy. If I did it in my sleep, that's creepy. There's reports of people driving two hours past their final destination, their final exit, because they were they were literally just went tranced out. But they drove over two hours and woke up. I don't want to hear this. Like what the fuck? I don't want to hear this. This terrifies me. (laughs) I'm done. This one. Wait, wait. That terrifies you? What's what's your? (laughs) Because I don't like. I'm scared of things that are out of my control, and me doing full things in my sleep is out of my control. (laughs) Yes. freaky right it's freaky but the next one definitely scared me more but it's less serious if that makes sense you see god i almost pointed there because that's where it used to be so you see this 
Wall thermometer. I know this story, yes. Yes, okay. I remember this after I freaked out, but when I first moved in, this wall thermometer was on this side of the wall. Then it disappeared. It wasn't there. It disappeared, and I remember thinking, wow, it looks empty. Why does it look so empty? But I did not remember this until this experience. So one night, I went to bed, and I slept on the couch, because sometimes when Sean's not here, I sleep on the couch because I'm a baby. And I woke up, and the first thing I noticed was that the wall thermometer was on the other wall, the perpendicular wall, because it was, like, basically right in front of my face. And I remember waking up early as fuck in the morning, like, almost the middle of the night. Like, it was probably, like, 4 a.m., which is not that early for me now, but it was back then. And I remember waking up, seeing it, and literally I got up immediately. I shot up. I was like, what the fuck? Why is that there? That's not supposed to be there. I sent Sean a picture and I was like, was this here before? It was not here. It was not there. And he said he remembered it he, wasn't he there. He was like, I don't really remember. I don't know. I don't think it was there. I don't know. Maybe it was. He didn't really know. He was confused too. And then once this happened, like it literally scared the fuck out of me. Once this happened, I then remembered that it used to be on the other side of the wall and that it disappeared from that side of the wall. And I was like, wow, it looks empty. Oh my gosh. Dude, so I hopped a timeline where this fucking wall thermometer is on a different side of the wall and I don't know what timeline I hopped on and I've been thinking about it ever since and a lot of weird stuff has happened since then. I'm like, is this because it's a new timeline? I don't know. I'm confused. How would you even know if it was? But like, that's the kind of thing, you know, it's it's hard to, like, for that to be a false memory is just, it doesn't seem likely to me. Uh, you know, like, it's literally just, a, it's a thermostat. And it's just something you live with. And, like, I know where mine's at. And I've, I guess, like, I think I've also experienced that before. Like, something being somewhere I was like, I swear to goodness it wasn't there. Like, I swear. But what what choice do you have but to keep on living and moving forward? Like, well, yeah, exactly. Right. No, it fucked you can, me You can up. be freaked the fuck out, but you can't do much about it. And when I woke up and saw it, I literally was like, what the fuck? This was not here. I knew it wasn't there. I still think about it and I go, am I wrong? I don't know. No, I believe you. It freaks me out. You probably did. You probably switched at some... Maybe that's around the time you walked through that portal. No, it was like two years later. That's the thing. Timeline or whatever you want to call it. But, you know, something changed. Something something we don't sense. Because unless you had a fucking contractor come up in this house... Yeah. You know, that's not happening. It's... Those kind of things are weird. So I've got other stories, but I don't remember the details anymore. And I, I kind of hate that. And I really wish I had written things down. They were powerful reasons, I felt, for little mundane things that... You know what I mean? Explain a little more. I've gone through enough weird events that I no longer remember all the details to to what was special about them, but little coincidences would happen where it was lots of little coincidences over little different things over months. And I, I became convinced that I can't have this many little weird coincidences about different things that are unrelated to each other in this in this way. And I know that's very vague. It's all like I said. I've forgotten the. I've forgotten all the details and all the little anecdotal stories I've had that convinced me, at least, that the law of attraction is real, and that we do kind of manifest a reality. I, I, don't... I get what you're saying. I feel like I do have a lot of experiences too. Like, like when I look back, I think I have a lot of synchronicities that I just go like, ah, oh, no big deal. Keep moving on. Like right. I learned from them. You can't them. recall all these I details. I learned from They're them so... and then I just think, eh, who cares? Keep going. Yeah. I either stuff that I purposely did or stuff that was so wildly not matching to reality. You know what I mean? That the stuff that either stuff that I purposely did, like I purposely timeline jumped, I purposely did X, Y, or Z. That I remember. Or if it's stuff that is so wildly inaccurate to the way that I know that reality physically works. Gotcha. That I remember. But if it's right. little synchronicities, right. little divine interventions, stuff like that, I right. feel like I forget. Yeah. How are you going to remember them? But sometimes they're more powerful or crazy. They do. They change than, who you are. Right. But you just don't remember. Right. How do you, again, how do you explain these little mundane things and then relate them to, how do you, how do you explain what's significant about that? It's almost impossible because yeah. it's a lot even for yourself and then to someone else who's not familiar, forget about it. Just forget about it. Oh God. Yeah. Part of the Italian mob over here. Okay, so here's my homework for you. 
I like homework. Not. Think of the timeline you want to jump to and go on a walk. And when you feel like you're ready on this walk, go on a long walk, not a short walk, a long walk. Like plan to be walking for an hour. Sometime on this walk, you take the time to visually imagine opening up a portal and saying this port, like before you open it, be like, this portal is going to lead me to the reality where I da 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 da, whatever you want. And envision opening up the portal with your mind and envision walking through it. I want you to do that. Okay. Can you do this? Yeah, that sounds awesome. Yeah. That's right up my alley. And do this, and I want to see, I want to know how that affects your life afterwards, a week later, a month later, a year later. I should write this stuff down. We should record this stuff. We're recording it right now, David. Yeah, you're right. If you would listen to our own fucking podcasts, (laughs) or ever edit, you would know. Record in... Oh, Lordy Lord. I hate you. Yes, I will record. I'll text you the directions, but I'm still <laughs> mad. That hurts. You will edit, but you know what happens when I ask David to edit? I'll never do it again. I'll be like, I need my computer back in two days. And he's like, all right, cool. And then that time comes around. I don't hear from him that whole day. And then I don't hear from him half the next day and it's not because i'm not texting him i'm fucking annoying i am texting him he's just not answering you sent one text but <laughs> i both times this happened because this has happened twice i sent you like 10 texts before you fucking answered me i don't know what you're talking about yeah i'm sure you don't i really don't i'm sure you don't David. <laughs> the monad forgets <laughs> you're busy being everything and nothing and, no- and nothing and that's pretty special. This talk has been presented Nothing by matters. <laughs> Wait, what's that Rick and Morty quote? Um, oh, shit. I, I know like, the one you're referring like to. It's like, nothing matters. Everybody's going to die. Nobody exists on purpose. Come watch TV. Mm-hmm.